It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And now here's the star of our show, James Van Welcome everybody to Car Con Carne without a car or carne. Uh, I am Stuby, and I am guest hosting today. Uh, thank you, James Van Osdell, for giving me the opportunity to talk about something that is very dear to my heart. Um, today, we're going to be talking about songs from a scene. Uh, songs from a scene uh, had a couple components. Uh, one of them was a compilation CD uh, that came out in uh, 2000. And, uh, and then I was followed with a decade of shows, of t- uh, two shows, uh, a two show event that was hosted a couple different places and uh, was headlined by uh, a band that I and, uh, or me and Adam were in uh, called Lucky Boys Confusion. And uh, we had three bands, uh, three new bands every year um, trying to let people play these bigger venues, uh, try to let these uh, new bands play these new venues, uh, these bigger venues that they may not have had a chance to uh, play, you know, otherwise. and you know a lot of great bands came out of the, that whole songs from scene um, event, and uh, and you know it was a really it was a really big moment for us. It was it was something we look forward to every year. Uh, so today uh, we do have a bunch of people with us. We have Adam Cryer here uh, from Lucky Boys Confusion and Am Taxi. Uh, he was uh, with me for all of this uh, uh, the whole decade. I played every single show that I played for songs from scene with with me side by side. Uh, we have Steve Croc, who is a uh, singer and guitar player of Swizzle Tree, uh, another band that was on the first year and he was responsible for starting the compilation, Pat Gilroy, uh, who is, was in a, uh, who will get into this a little later, but was in a multiple, <laughs> multiple bands um, <laughs> that played songs from a scene. And uh, uh, Pat and I are very good friends. We're in a, we've been in a couple of bands together ourselves here. And uh, he is also responsible for starting the, uh, the compilation and the, uh, the idea and the title with Steve Kroc. And Sean McDonough, who was uh, the uh, booking uh, promoter uh, booker for the event for almost all of it, uh, even though uh, the venue switched a couple times, um, <laughs> which is a really really cool thing. But uh, before we get started here and we get uh, everybody talking, I wanted to um, thank our sponsors. Uh, 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 and today's sponsor. Uh, <clears throat> is CNH Financial Services. As business owners uh, open back up to serve their communities, they're faced with a lot of challenges as they navigate through the new normal brought on by the coronavirus. CNH Financial Services is here to help. CNH offers a variety of products that range from traditional merchant accounts to a zero cost payment process, processing solution, which eliminates expense associated with accepting Visa, MasterCard, Discover, and American Express as a form of customer payment. CNH Financial Services ETAP solution is easy to set up for your business for online ordering and curbside pickup. CNH also offers cost-effective commercial lending programs to help you get your business the money it needs to make it through these unprecedented times. To learn more, contact CNH Financial Services at 855-600-2437. Again, that's 855-600-2437 or go to www.chfs.us. All right. Let's get going here. We're going to have uh, a not-so-surprise-surprise guest joining us later. Uh, but, uh, you know, some people are just too busy to join on time. 
<laughs> that being said, let's get going here. So Songs from a Scene. Uh, when I first heard about Songs from a Scene, uh, it was a, a phone call that I got from uh, my brother, actually, who said that Steve wants to talk to me about something that he's uh, putting together. I was on the road with Adam and Lucky Boy's Confusion, uh, and I'm just going to let you guys take it from here. Uh, so, guys, the name... Where did it start? What you got? What were you guys thinking when when this was all going on? And uh, just tell us a little bit about the story of how this all started and uh, how you got um, Adam and I uh, included in with uh, LBC too. Pat, you uh, want to jump in or me? <clears throat> sure. I mean, uh, right around this time was when Sean was actually programming Sunday nights at Metro, where it was always local, and at the same time, the Cubby Bear was having local shows. So pretty much like me, Steve, Augie from The Dog and Everything, mm-hmm. Ramsey from Penny and the Loafers, every Sunday night we would like meet up at Steve's house that was behind the McDonald's that's now a hotel. And we would like bounce between shows, drink, have fun, do whatever. And it kind of became just like a weekly thing where people from all these local bands would hang out at Steve's and talk about like, what's like, what could we do with the scene? So. Steve, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just remember the major thing we wanted it to, to be and to do was to have more suburban type crew of bands get together to be a little more competitive in the city by all of us joining forces. And I remember that was kind of the way we pitched it to everybody. That's cool. I didn't know. Um, I, I kind of knew that, but I wasn't sure exactly how it happened. I know that we, the thing is that like at this point in time, uh, LBC had been like a little bit removed from what was going on. Um, not totally, but it would have been about a year and a half that we'd been in and out of Chicago. So it was cool to see everybody uh, like uh, and get to get this phone call that you guys were doing this. Um, a, a few more questions. Who came up with the, uh, the name? Me and or Pat, I guess. Right? I think it was you, Steve. I'm pretty sure. You want to throw it my way, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. So, um, Let's talk a little bit more about that. Let's talk, let's talk about, um, that, that was cool, that's how it started, but let's talk about the actual compilation CD um, that really started this all. You know, I'll be very, very, there it is. Um, and while, while, I, while I'm, I got the microphone here, uh, if, you, if you have questions, please uh, go ahead, chat them in. Uh, we'll try to answer any questions that you have uh, about Songs from a Scene or anything about, if you wanna ask about Sulu Tree or anything, any of Pat's bands, Sean's, uh, different things that he's done uh, booking house of blues uh, in metro chicago and uh, adam if you have any questions for him please go ahead we'll, we'll uh, try to answer them most we can but let's get back to the cd um so you know the, we had what how many bands did we were on there Ten? seven bands seven bands but seven bands with two songs each correct two songs each yeah and, and we, we minus did, us. the thing we did to keep it all cohesive too was to record it at racks tracks yeah let's talk about that uh, we all had like a built-in relationship, pretty much based on the Lucky Boys' <laughs> relationship with their extracts. So sure. we kind of presented to them as like, here's an opportunity. Like, well, we said like we're gonna pay you back for all this money, but I don't know if that ever happened. <laughs> but we paid them back in promotion, and you know, I mean, the, the marketing they received from just having every other band in the western suburbs being like, oh my god, this sounds so good. Where do we? Right. Where we record our songs. So we went to Rick and we're like, we got this awesome idea. 
We're going to have all these bands do two songs and it's going to be this great CD. We're going to sell out the Metro. It's going to be amazing. And um, it pretty much went pretty smooth. He, he kind of d divided up which producers would do which bands nice. and which songs. And it was like Teran Yan, Chris Barnes, Josh Shapira. Am I naming all the people right? Yeah, you are. Hey, Adam, what did we used to call Chris? Uh, Chris, Chris, um, I can't remember. Bauer Power. Power. Yeah, okay, sorry. Um, yeah, sorry, that's, that's not even that clever, <laughs> but I just remember we called him something. And, uh, but uh, anyway, uh, so let's, okay, and while, while we're here, let's talk about the, the bands that were on there. Um, we had, of course, we had Swizzle Tree, which Steve was a part of. Tom, you're sideways. We had Swizzle Tree. Close I mean, enough. I mean that you're sideways. No, I already made that joke. Sorry. Retro yeah. Morning. Mm -hmm. The Dog and Everything. Penny and the Loafers. Plain White Tees. Mm -hmm. Who am I missing? Backdrop. 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 There you go. Boom. There you go. And the funny thing about it is I'm still friends with like a couple members of every one of those bands still or in, yeah, a, in, sure. in some cases every single member of those bands you know yo count me out dude <laughs> count me out <laughs> oh dude i wasn't including you anyway i had okay, cool good, friends good. okay good he's talking uh, about rotondo yeah uh, cool. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well no i was talking about dave and, T yeah. and tatanka um but uh so anyway um oh Hey, uh, Sarang just wrote in, my brother Sarang, who is a, a lead singer of Swizzle Tree, uh, just wrote in and said, everyone's so modest. Steve originally gave credit to Pat Gilroy for naming it. So, okay, there we go. Um, okay, so th that's cool. Um, so those bands, like before we get uh, uh, for, uh, moving on from that, because uh, I do ha have somewhere to go with this, but like uh, I want to talk about that scene that we had in the Western suburbs. So um, I remember, I remember, um, so the way that, my band started with is that Adam had a band and I had a band and uh, we, when we broke up, we collectively got together and instead of doing two, we could have done our own separate bands. We just said, Hey, let's try this and see how it goes. Obviously we're still together after 23 years. Yeah. 23 years. And um, you know, it worked out well. Um, but along the way we, uh, we, her, uh, we heard from uh, from Pat because he was in a band called Down Thirty Seven, uh, and they were doing a, uh, a, a <clears throat> they were doing some shows, and we, you you hit us up, and then about the split the split compilation, Steve uh, and Sarang and Swizzletree were friends from Downers Grove. We played shows at YMCA shows together. The Plain White Tees started um, started being part of our group because we we were just in the same area and playing shows together. And then you, and then Plain White Tees brought in Backdrop, and um, uh, the, the rest of that, uh, like that Villa Park Elmhurst scene, and you know, and we just kind of like that Western suburb scene just kind of came together. So it was, like, so you guys coming together and doing this songs from a scene idea was really cool. But uh, even if we would have done that compilation CD uh, and whatnot, it wouldn't have gotten done if. Um, Mr. McDonough, Sean McDonough here, that's here, uh, 
that was uh, hosting those Sunday night shows. So James Van Osdell, who's a normal host of this show, uh, and Sean McDonough, I have to say, without bias, even though I am, uh, are were the most important pieces as far as the Chicago industry was concerned to help uh, the, the Western suburbs bands. We had such a block from Chicago bands. We just weren't cool. Like, oh, kids from the suburbs. I remember when LBC was busting in kids from the suburbs, instead of thinking it was an, a, a cool idea or like a smart idea, we just got shit on by Chicago bands. And, um, but Sean and James didn't care. And they still backed us up because we, the, all of our bands, uh, the, that group of eight bands, um, including LBC, uh, was doing something and you gave us a shot. So Sean, thank you, first of all, for that. Uh, I know I've told you privately, but publicly, I want to say thank you for giving us a chance um, to like just play. Um, and, you know, after that, we did our thing. But I, I, would, love, I would love to hear from you. Um, I'm going to get into what happened after that with the, the, the decade of show, shows. But this original idea, if you could please talk about uh, when uh, Pat and Steve uh, brought you the idea of the compilation and, um, and the show for that. And then we'll get into the other stuff after that. Well, yeah, it just, um, it just seemed like a no brainer, honestly, at that point. Um, Cause you guys, uh, LBC had already been playing the club for quite a while and obviously selling it out already. Um, if anything, you guys were probably one of the first local bands to be able to sell out as fast as you did. Um, and the idea of you guys, just in starting here just to talk a little more about the lbc but when you guys kicked that off and you first show booking um there and bringing kids on the buses like you said that seemed insane to us it was like that's crazy are people really gonna do that are people really gonna just like of course the bands in the city they didn't do that nobody did that and you guys were so hungry and you like you knew you had fans um you knew they would come out and you did it and you organized it um and you were actually one of the first bands if, if you, you both adam will know this as well i mean you guys we used the first shows for you guys before we get to the rest of these bands here which are all great and uh but you guys uh we would start off by putting together bills we would you guys hey why don't you guys play with this band and this band and this band and it got to the point where it's like 700 800 900 people a thousand people and then you, at that point I come up with ideas for bands. You guys, we already got a bunch of bands that we want to play with. And you guys were one of the first bands that was like, all right, here's your date. Who you guys want? You know, and that was, that was literally one of the first um, bands that we were more hands off on, on the, on the packaging of the bill. Um, I, I didn't know that. I mean, I kind of knew that because you, uh, we used to go, whenever I was in the city, I'd, I'd get grab lunch with you. Uh, but like, I uh, like later, this is like, you know, six years later, but, um, my thing was, so Adam, Adam and I uh, used to play Riley's rock house. And I know like it was a small thing. And even back in the day, like it's, it was a, a small club in Aurora, but there was a band that we played with named simple Simon, uh, oh, that played, yeah. that played the Aurora, um, club. We opened for them one night they got a Metro show and couldn't pull out of this show or something like that. Something happened and they screwed us over. But we were so used to that at that point of draw. We drew everyone. Um, Adam, you remember what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Like, 
and 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 but the coolest thing was they they took it and go we are going to get you on our metro show thank you 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 brought everybody and we got paid all this money and you got paid 400 or something like that or even less than i'm sure uh and um they fought and fought and fought uh and i don't know if it was you or chris before you or uh uh i, I don't remember but like whoever it was was like i don't know this band and i don't blame you like they're like whatever they got us on the bill and that left something in my head and in adam's head i'm sure uh, i don't want to speak for you adam but like that when we got the shot, when we got the chance, we had to do something, right? We had to give uh, other bands that we thought uh, were, were doing cool stuff a shot too. And thank you for being so open to it. Anyway, no, please, it just, please go it, on. It was a great, I'm sorry, it's not stoked, uh, spoke too soon, but um, it worked. And one of the great things about that, all those bands that were on the, the, site, the CD and the compilation, I, I can't think of any of them that didn't go on to headlining their own shows at some point. Mm-hmm. Everybody, I mean, it, it really, um, it really showed there was a cohesiveness to the scene and everybody working together and everybody working hard. Um, it just reminds me of, you know, a lot of packages now where certain agents that I work with now that like they'll have the headliner come out, whether it's, you know, like a lot of the, uh, punk and screamo and emo bands like you know be like falling in reverse of like and then the next year everybody who was opening for those guys right is all headlining and that's exactly i think what, what happened when you guys did that it it brought a whole new slew of great bands and the bands were actually good and that was the great part because they did grow and they all wound up playing multiple times it wasn't just on those nights um, it wasn't just like, you know, somebody doing somebody a favor and, and everybody forgetting about them, you know, uh, all those bands grew into something great. You know, it, it, it was pretty cool. It was, it was really cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. And on that same thing, I wanted to, I wanted to uh, bring in um, Adam and, and talk about when uh, I remember uh, we were on the, the bus tour, the only bus tour that we did. <laughs> and um i got the call from um I, I, and I, I could be skewed your your memory um my memory is amazing before touring after touring i don't know why but i can't remember a lot of stuff but uh we we got the call and uh electra who we were signed to at the time would not allow us to be on this compilation um, and, it, and it was you actually that came up with the idea. So if you want to talk about, I don't know if you remember, if you don't remember, I, I'll go ahead and say it, but I, it was your idea. So, um, of how we can sneak our way onto the compilation. Well, yeah, what I remember was prior to the bus tour. So yeah, it might've been before. Sorry. Did this thing come out in like May of 2001, like April or May of 2001. Does that sound right? Yeah. 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 And that's when the show was right. Yeah. Um, and I think that was, we were already signed at that point and we didn't, we couldn't contribute a, a track. I don't know how we snuck around it, but I knew, I knew what we did. It was a live song recorded at the Metro um, from about four months before that. Maybe it was five months before that came out. Uh, one to the right, acoustic. Uh, was it unlisted on the compilation CD? It was listed. It was listed. We <laughs> got listed. Was there, I'm it's, looking at, it's at we, fought to, we fought to, we fought to list it. <laughs> right because they we were worried about the label getting pissed off or something like that i think yep so but i'm glad that it, i'm glad you know even though it wasn't recorded at racks like all the other songs it was recorded at metro so it tied in with the 
things, you know? Right. Right. No. Right. And, uh, I remember you, I, so sorry. I, 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 uh, blended two stories together. I, uh, blended, um, the next thing I'm going to talk about was we decided, we decided on the, on the tour bus with, uh, when, how we got onto this. So yeah, I remember that. And then your, your, our, your idea was like, Hey, why don't we approach them with this sounds already on the record that they own. Why don't we just put this out again? And they let it, they, they let it go, which was cool. Um, so, and before I move on to the actual shows, I wanted to talk to Tom too. So Tom, at this time, uh, you guys were, uh, you know, then, I mean, everybody knew it. Like it was like you guys in Sula Street with the, the, the bands that were, uh, you know, the, the bands that were drawing the most outside of, or I'm, I might be wrong or dog and everything. I know, I, um, I know that close enough was starting. Like, I think you guys were about a year or so in. Yeah, whatever. Uh, what's that? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm on my phone, so I can only see four people at a time. So I just have to keep like flipping. Uh, me but, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, bye, hey Adam. Hey, Tom. Um, I, but, I'm uh, only here. I'm only here because I heard Adam was going to be here. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what's really funny? That makes a lot of sense in so many different ways that we can get into a little later. Um, ah, okay. uh, but yeah, you know, that they, yeah, it's like, you know, weird. it's weird, Pat. Remember Super Heavy Fun Club when Tom wouldn't come to our shows, but the, he'd go to AM Taxi shows? Yeah, yeah so, I do, actually. That's, that's, I do that's remember not, that. That's not anything, that's not anything new. Um, so, yeah, man, cool. Um, but, uh, Tom, so yeah. do, you, do you have anything to add uh, for the compilation sheet? Um, yeah, okay, so let me, let me just throw my, my history lesson here. Actually, so, uh, I'm going to interrupt you. I'm going to interrupt oh you because gosh. I'm going to actually give you a compliment. This is probably the only compliment I'm going to give you. Um, but that, that, uh, it, the song that you have on there for a uh, cell phone number is probably the best uh, bridge you have ever written. So ah, I love that. Thank you. Um, thank yeah, you. I love that. I love it. Love well, it, love you, it. you, you quoted it to me today. Uh, I did. In our text I, did. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I think we lost Adam. Um, Oh, all right, guys, I gotta go. Or maybe <laughs> your comment. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, um, no. Cool. So my anyway, my my, right, ahead, my quick little my quick little history lesson of the scene. Okay. So, and this goes I, I would imagine to Sean because of the Metro connection, but uh, in high school, basically, I lived at the Metro. Right. Every there was New Music Tuesdays every Tuesday. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I saw Weezer at the Metro on the Blue Album. I saw No Doubt on Tragic Kingdom. Like, every every awesome and important artist came through the Metro. And, um, Steve, this goes out to you here. There was one night where we went to go see Size 14 at the Metro. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah. I was there. And, and there was a band. We couldn't believe it because there was a fucking local band opening <laughs> called Swizzle Tree. And these guys were like, awesome and it was like wow they're from downers grove like no way we're from lombard like i it was like because our dream was to like play the metro and so seeing these like local dudes at on the metro stage it was like unreal to us and then so we we talked to some of you guys after the show and you guys were playing like the next week at some downers grove bfw or something and so the plain white tees all went to go see swizzle tree at this Downers Grove VFW, and 
we got there early and there was some fucking crazy ass band with this Indian singer with the blonde streak and <laughs> all these kids going ape shit. And we're like, who the fuck is this band? Like, and it was Lucky Boys. And that was like, that was just the, our introduction, I think, to this moment of like, okay, like, cool. Like, we had this little band, but that was like the first moment of like, okay, like, we can do this. Like, we're, we see this, we see the crowd, like, this is possible. There's something happening here. There's something bubbling up. And so we broed down with you guys, Stubby, that night, you know, met you guys and hung out with Swizzle Tree. And I think, like, in those super early days, you remember it was like, yeah, we got you guys to come play the Lombard VFW or something. You know, sure. we were just exchanging shows on a very local, suburban level, you know, before any of us, well, aside from Swizzle Tree, were, were actually playing places like Metro and Fireside and stuff like that. Um, so that's that's kind of a fun little tie-in to like that yeah. that had to be the, the scene. Uh, I don't, yeah, exactly. Like Steve, was that one of your guys' first? Had to be one of your first Metro shows. I've been right? sitting here waiting. It to was jump his in. first Metro show. I, I have to put it on the record since Sean's here. Sean, thank you so much for our first Metro show. It's nice. But that band yeah. was awesome. It was like one of the, it was a like New Music Tuesday. I remember Q101 was promoting it, and I remember at our band practice, if you fucked up, you had to throw a dollar in the band fund for huh. any pre-Metro <laughs> fuck-ups before the show. But awesome. yeah, that was awesome. That was like the, the biggest goal of ours was to play the Metro and to get that show with such a cool band at the time that fit us perfectly, that had a single pop-in on the radio. It was just perfect. It was awesome. Thank you. Oh, well, yeah. that was, you know, that was like a thing we all came up with, um, you know, because it was the Q101 New Music Tuesday night. You know, it was something we at the, at the Metro worked with Q101. They, they welcomed every night that same Tuesday night was the first night bands like Case Choice played, Muse played. Yep. Um, you can go on and on with all the bands that played on that New Music Tuesday with, you know, and it was presented by Q101. So that was something we did. That was everything for us, so, man. Yeah, I gotta thank uh, James as well for that because he was. I was just gonna say, out of all the shows that he's not, like you know, like the, you know, like I would have four <laughs> songs from a scene. If I wasn't co-hosting his show, <laughs> he would have been one of the. He would have been one of the people that would have been the. Uh, I would have asked to uh, be a guest. Absolutely, be a guest on his own show. And, so. and, you know, I don't care if we're kissing his ass, right now, but he, I mean, local, local one one. And what you were doing, like I said, again, Local 101 and what you were doing at the Metro was changed our lives, man. It changed our yeah, lives. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it was. I used to harass <laughs> Sean all the time. I'd be, I'd be sitting in my dorm room calling him up being like, hey, give us, give us a show. Give us a show. Yeah. Every week. Well, let's be honest. This, this, whole CD, <laughs> this whole CD was put together just to get a Metro show. Yep. <laughs> hey, well, I just want, yeah, it works. Uh, you know? I, I just want to pause for a second, too, that, uh, yes, we, you know, um, it worked. I, you know, loved all the bands and everybody was good. But I was really lucky working at Metro and having the ability to do that because Joe Shanahan um, completely supported local and emerging artists and loved every bit of it. And if I, if it wasn't for Joe and for Metro, uh, I wouldn't have had the ability to do that. And sure. 
So yeah, I just want to say like, yeah, you know, it wasn't a bubble. It wasn't just me. It was a whole staff of people and uh, everybody no, was dude, music and all you. It was great. All, all you. <laughs> I was going to say, man, <laughs> I'm going to be like, I'm sorry, man, but uh, I didn't get any love from Metro until you started. Well, and I got no love from Metro after you left. So, I mean, like, I don't know, man. I love Joe though. Joe, Joe's cool. I, you know, whatever. But we don't need to get it. It's all positive. No, no, no. I'm just saying, I was yeah, yeah, yeah. keeping it positive. I love um, but like, uh, but I just want to give you props, and I just thank well, you. Thank before before we get into anything else, I do want to say, um, I want to say, hey, um, some people are writing in, so let's talk to them real quick. Uh -huh. um, uh, watch on Facebook Live. Adam says. Watching, uh, watching on Facebook Live. This is awesome hearing your story. Keep crushing it. Look at that. Oh, wow. Not, not, uh, oh, yeah. Who is, is that? Jeremy Glanis, Jason. And this is backstage at the Augie. first songs from a scene. And Augie? Augie, Jason, yeah, yeah. And, and Jeremy. Oh, look yeah. at that. Nice. There's a little toady in the background there. <laughs> yeah, there is. Good eye, good eye. Uh, I'm, I'm reading comments, guys. Sorry. One second. Let's, so let's, um, Adam, uh, uh, not this Adam, but another Adam. <laughs> TJ Diebold was the clown for oh, geez. Okay. All right. Steve, hold on. I want to see a few more, right. but let me just read some comments because <laughs> I'm going to keep on getting distracted. Um, you weren't supposed to look. Uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, Adam watching on Facebook Live says, This is awesome hearing your story. Keep crushing it. Thank you. David Fuller says, So much talent in one online box. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, JC, nice shout out to the Simons. Always will remember the sim simple Simon. Roseanne, hey. That we, uh, I think all of us know, um, except Sean. Uh, best scene in some of the best years of my life. Awesome, thank you, Jacqueline. Nostalgia is real right now. Awesome, uh, thank you guys for the com uh, compliments. Uh, if you have any questions, please let us know. But, uh, as we're, as we're doing this, I wanted to uh, move forward here. So, we had the we had the compilation city, uh, which was awesome, and then, um, this is how I remember it. And uh, I have a pretty clear memory of this part of the situation that happened. I was on the phone with our uh, managers and he said, uh, with, uh, with our manager managers, I can't remember if it was both of them or just one of them. And, and we were on the bus tour uh, with uh, River City High, Ridland Kids, something corporate and Bad Ronald. And we, we had to figure out what we we're going to do when we got home, uh, what, what show we we're going to do. And I said, Hey, listen, um, I remember thinking like the LBC was so lucky to have what we had. And, um, this, the, our, all of our friends at home were, were put together this compilation and, um, it was such a cool thing. And, and, and even then I already knew that this was going to be, something that I was going to keep going with, but if I could, um, but I, I, I was like, all right, I want to do something. I want to do two nights in three bands that may or may not have been able to do this on their own. Uh, the first year was going to be all these bands that already had kind of played Metro and whatnot. But, um, so I called up, um, I called Steve up and I said, Hey, so I have this idea. I want to, I want to do this show called Science and Machine. And, um, Steve was cool with it. And I literally called every single band on the CD to make sure that they were cool with what I was going to do because 
it wasn't my idea. Um, so taking it to be mine and, uh, and our bands, like to, to make that Lucky Boys Confusions, um, and I say mine because I want to take, not credit, but like the, I wanted to take the blame for it if anybody was like, well, what the fuck, man? Like, and so I was like, okay, well, why don't, and everybody was like, cool. And, and um, that was the only show, by the way, that had seven bands the first night. Uh, the, the first two nights. So what we did was, um, b before I get into that, so I remember being like, hey guys, I need to talk to you guys. And it was one of those meetings that I was like, I was like, I, I rarely ever did this, would have a meeting without crew. I was like, I need to talk to you guys. So we went to the back lounge, we talked. Um, I'd already talked to Adam about it ahead of time. It just happened to be that he was right there when I was thinking about it. And um, he was cool with it. So, and we talked about it, we did it. And uh, so we, we started the show. Uh, we started that, that, first, that first time and, and you know, LBC was at the height of our success. We were, we were, we were doing real well and uh, we, we had you guys come on. Um, what I wanted to talk to Adam about and, and ha have him kind of tell a few stories about that is um, that and then moving forward from there because um, that, that first, only that first um, show was really the one that I kind of like championed. Ap after that, it was it was a it was a very collaborative effort. Um, Jason and uh, Joe weren't that. Uh, Jason and Joe from Lucky Boys Confusion weren't that involved in it. Uh, Ryan got involved a little bit, but after that, it became uh, Adam. Who do who do we want to do this year? And uh, I want to talk about that because. The cool thing that uh, LBC did after this, and one thing I'm very proud of in my in my career is that we, in, instead of bringing in, and maybe maybe it was a mistake, but I don't regret it. But instead of bringing in um, bands that were doing well across the country, and you know, like being like, "Hey, we'll give you a sold out show, give us uh, a leg of your tour," we said, "No, you know what? We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this the way we want to do it and support." Um, local music. So I'm, 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 I'm going to give you the floor here, Adam, because it was a big part. Of, it was a, it was a, you were a big proponent of this too. And uh, I'm going to give you the floor here for a second. Well, yeah, I mean, it started off we, as playing with a bunch of friends. I remember uh, even prior to this, you know, there was this, there was this sort of Downers Grove thing going on with with Farm Boy, which is Stevie's band, and Stevie's brother's band, Sizzle Tree, who I just always remember being a band. I think they must have been around, they've been around forever. And uh, there was, it was a different scene than where I come from. There was a lot of competition at first. It was like a real battle of the bands type thing, right? We were like, they would like throw darts at the other band's flyers and like, you know, put the person's name on their snare drum and see how hard they could hit the drum. And, uh, when we started playing shows as Lucky Boys Confusion with Swizzle Tree, the first time was at Riley's that we played together. And I said, all right, everybody stick around because Swizzle Tree's coming up next. And after the set, Steve, you said, hey, that was really cool that you said that. I said, said what? Said, you told people to stick around. It's like, well, yeah, that's what we, you know, we got to support the other bands. Like, oh, yeah, we don't, ha we don't have to be fighting. We can, we can be... Uh, you know, we can support each other, and the whole idea of of, of all these bands supporting each other, you know, it um, it kind of stemmed 
to like a punk rock neighborhood kind of idea where you, you have each other's back. And um, when you guys put the comp together, that was, you know, it kind of came to life. And so over the years, like the first show, it was all a bunch of friends playing together. And then over the years, we took the opportunity to give smaller local bands the chance to play at the Metro, um, and, you know, get out there. But it also over the years, um, those members of the original bands were forming new bands. And, you know, we were giving those new bands a chance to say, you know, this is what we've been up to and check us out kind of thing. Um, it, it was both an opportunity to get uh, younger local bands a chance to play, and it was also an opportunity to hang out with our friends who have formed new groups. Yeah, man. I mean, um, that, that, that brings me back to something that I used to always say with whenever I hung out with, uh, you know, local music guys. It was that it, it was like the reason, the reason why I wanted to be in a band is because I wanted to be in a band, not a gang. It wasn't like... You know, like, uh, you know, the, the thing I said is like, you can be a fan of us and them at the same time, and it's pretty awesome. Um, so that was always something that I, I love uh, that we that we used to do. Um, thanks, Adam. I that was like, so Steve, I wanted to get are, into one thing though. I think your your Uber Eats is here, dude. <laughs> Why is my Uber Eats here? You're very hungry. <laughs> good joke good joke tom thank Six you writing. um but anyway uh <laughs> um but uh i just wanted to step outside for a second is that all right it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful oh. day um so that being said i wanted to i wanted to kind of lump into this one thing with the one thing that uh, adam and i talked about in the um in the in the in the band uh in the in the bus when we first started doing this is like i'm like Let's make sure that we only have a band could only play once, no matter what we do. It, yeah, doggy. Um, but like, we, we only we only will let um, bands play once. So, Plain White Teeth played once. Swizzle Tree played once. But there was one person that ended up playing songs from a scene many, 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 many times, and that I broke the rule for. Pat, would you like to talk today? That, that would be me. And I'll also note that the first songs from a scene, you guys did technically headline, but you were you only played two songs, right? What's that? The first. Correct. The first Sorry. The first songs from a scene show that wasn't the one that we, like, that we were doing. The, the, yeah, your songs from a scene show was not. That's the anniversary of next, next year, May 28th. So. But then I've played in songs from a scene in Close Enough. Um, another band that I won't say because Tom doesn't like them, and then the waiting came. Yeah, yeah. But didn't the waiting game play twice? I don't think so. One life. Yeah, one life. Yeah. All, all the bands played twice because um, we had the we had the same bands. We we tried to replicate um, the non number one songs in the world bands uh, and everybody else. Um, <laughs> bands to play the uh the less uh songs from a scene so we had oh uh, yeah me and everybody else we had everybody but the t's yeah thanks a lot man yeah I, I couldn't afford you man sorry uh, <laughs> but um 
Getting back to you it. Should I, try, I to... You should try again. We're, we're much uh, more reasonable now these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are you? All right, sounds good. Um, <laughs> um, so, Sean, I mean, like, so we did this for 10 years at different venues, but mostly at Metro. Uh, we did, I think we did one night, uh, once at House of Blues and once at uh, Double Door. Do I have that right, Adam? Yeah, there was a couple, there was a couple uh, House of Blueses in over the years. It was, out, it was out two nights in a row, somewhere around, you know, between Christmas and, and New Year's Eve. Yeah, it was always, if I'm not mistaken, um, the last one was at House of Blues, wasn't it? Last one was at Double Door. Was it at Double Door? Okay. Yeah, and that's the only time that we played a uh, uh, New Year's Eve show, right, Adam? Well, the only, not the only New Year's Eve show, but the only time that Songs from Racine was part of a New Year's show. Right, oh, okay. But yeah, that, there was Double Door. I can't remember at one point when it was still called Songs from Racine, but it was, it kind of felt the same way, I guess, because it was two nights in a row at the end of the year, you know. Oh, okay. I, mean, I have it confused a little bit. That's why you're here to correct my memory. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I'm right. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really matter. Uh, one thing I, wanted, I did want to talk about, though, here was um, uh, that uh, I want to talk about some of the bands that played. Um, what bands stick out to you guys from the Songs from a Scene moments? Sean, Adam, Tom, Steve, Pat, uh, after the initial one that you guys were on. Um, any, any bands that really stuck out to you guys? Um, there was a lot. I mean, there, you know, there's a, what? So that would be 27 other bands minus repeats and uh, changes of bands and stuff like that. Anything that really stuck out to you guys? There was Logan Square. Inept, I think, did one of them, right? Like a big one. Yeah, absolutely. That yeah. one it, it, it's hard out. to remember which bands opened up for you guys versus versus like the songs from the scene shows. If you know sure. I mean. It was uh, Drawing a Blank played, who we were friends with. Um, we had, kit. What's up? Yeah. I don't know who was talking just now. Starter well, I just kit. said starter kit, and I just remembered about that band. Yeah. Yeah, starter kit. There's so many bands that I've I've I couldn't list them all at this point. You know, I, there's my memory's as shot as anyone. Knockout, <laughs> knockout played one year. Um, yeah. We had uh, much the same, I believe, played one year. Um, <laughs> Who? Split Habit was one. Yep. There's a lot of them. I can't remember everybody right now. Yeah, me either. There's so many. I mean, three, it was six bands a year. And, uh, you know, hopefully we, we, uh, we were able to give, uh, you know, give back a little bit and, and hopefully, uh, you know, help launch a few more, at least Chicago careers uh, in this um, and whatnot. Uh, we had always had support from Local 101 and James. Uh, in doing this. Um, anything else anybody wants to add? Uh, thanks, James, for having us all on here and for supporting the local scene all these years. Absolutely. That's, you can't mm -hmm. see James, but he's in the shadows, hosting behind the screen. I would say, you know, thanks. Thanks. I know you guys Stuby, sometimes you, um, sometimes you're modest and sometimes you aren't, let's just say. <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks. But, but I, I, I mean, kind of an ugly way. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, I will endlessly give you and Adam, especially props for uh, you guys were just always so smart with with like like this whole song from a scene. I know maybe it wasn't your idea initially, but just getting the bands together. Um, you guys were always so good at that. And I know that, you know, I've given you props before, but we definitely the tease wouldn't have got to that level locally without you guys for sure. And I, I'm sure all, all the other guys on here can probably say the same. Like you guys really were kind of our like big brothers. Like you guys did everything right so that we, we knew what to do to kind of follow in your footsteps. So thanks for like always like being supportive of the T's and you know, all of the scene and everything. You're welcome, man. You, you're, you guys are awesome. I, I remember always saying like, we had such a great scene, you know, and I know that like the, uh, the uh, Northern suburbs scene blew up uh, with Fall Out Boy and everything else. And that was great too. But uh, we, we did really have a, a wonderful scene uh, here. And uh, you know, we had successes from here, like, um, like you guys and um, like uh, Brian from Maiden Hollywood has, has, has produced tons and tons of great music. Um, just a lot of other uh, people um, that played uh, Retro Morning, uh, Dan Dzinski ended up uh, producing a lot of really amazing music um, and uh, ended up in This Is Me Smiling. Uh, there's just tons of success stories that came out of that Chicago scene. I do wanna say one more time, if you have questions, please let us know and uh, we'll, we'll see those questions and, and uh, we'd love to answer. Um, I want to open this up and we can just kind of talk a little bit. Let's, 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 let's just chat for a minute and let uh, give people a chance to talk, uh, to ask us a few questions and then um, we can call it. But uh, I did, I didn't want to bring up one thing. Uh, last time I was on with uh, James, uh, he, he, he uh, he's like, Hey, uh, just throwing me, putting me on the spot. He's like, so do you and Adam actually like each other? And uh, <laughs> I, 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 I thought that was really funny because James, knows but he knows that uh that like people love drama and uh, like to think that we uh that we don't we, we don't really get along uh but uh it's it's funny yes everybody in lbc does get along fantastically still um and uh so does everybody from this scene um the other day uh i just happened to be on uh the facebook messenger and eric varel from um backdrop uh jumped in and we talked for like you know, 30 minutes just about the scene and what, what how it's going and, and, and like and what it was like back in the day. And um, it just, it's, it, it's, it's cool that we all still kind of talk and whatnot. His name's uh, Godfather. And, yeah. Yeah. He's awesome. And then Sean was at our show uh, at mine and Pat's uh, new band, uh, the hoodie life uh, at our show at Shuba's. It's like, we're always at each other's shows. We're always supporting each other with whatever we're doing. Um, and you know, it's, it's um, I, what I wanted to talk about here was Pat and I have been talking about doing a uh, next year for the 20 year uh, anniversary of Sanch Machine to do a homecoming, uh, a homecoming event. And uh, Sean, we'll, we'll talk to you about it since you are, you know, you, you started off this whole thing. It's like, but we want to kind of wanted to do a, a homecoming event where, you know, people, treat it like homecoming and we're uh, all getting together uh and uh we might even set it up as like tables and 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 whatnot and and bands go up and play but it is a formal event and not not formal as much as like 
semi-formal kind of that, that thing and doing something and inviting every band that uh, played and, and a guest to come in and join and maybe, and we'll get up on stage, the bands that are there, get up on stage, have a, have a house, um, uh, you know, uh, gear up there and get up and everybody comes up and plays a couple songs and whatnot. So it's That's just something that we're talk, yeah. talking about it. Uh, it was actually Pat's idea. So I don't want to, um, <laughs> do you have anything to add to that? No, we still got to talk to Steve too. <laughs> well, yeah, do it. I, I, I've talked to Steve about it a little bit. So. Uh, but yeah, I, I, we're talking about next year. Um, awesome. Only if Tom will come. Uh, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Steve, I'll be your date. I'll be your homecoming date. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. you're the prettiest girl I know. <laughs> but I mean, like, uh, but yeah, I, I don't. I don't think we're gonna get um, many questions here. I, I, I'm. But I got a question. All right. So. I don't know if anyone's like doesn't know what we're talking about. Maybe they got to the party late. The songs from the scene, which was it's kind of confusing. It was a series of shows we did for years, um, which, by the way, most of them were all sold out. So thank you. Uh, but it started with a compilation CD of all these bands that people are most of these people are from that were that are here. Can we? This is for a question for Pat or or for Swizzle Steve. Can we? Can people get this compilation CD or like, is there a playlist somewhere where they can hear these songs? Man, I don't think there would be anywhere to get it. Cause all the, it's just, it was, uh, it, I, I don't think it's anywhere digitally. It was just the hard copies we originally pressed. So. So maybe we need to like, we need to, you know, put it up somewhere so people can. Yeah. We could, we could probably get it onto Spotify and everything for uh, the homecoming possibly. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That'd be great. The next year we re-release of the original, if that's possible, or we can put yeah. it out as a vinyl. And whoever like a, uh, like a, show gets nixed from the CD. <laughs> What'd you say, Sean? <laughs> whoever doesn't play the new show next year gets cut from the CD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That I, th I think that, that I think that that I think that's a great idea. Press press a small uh, limited vinyl collector's edition kind of thing. And um, and uh, in, in try to get everybody involved to that homecoming show. I think that'd be a cool thing to, uh, to do. Uh, and you know, like maybe even film it to like kind of commemorate the you know everybody getting together after twenty years. Um, but yeah, I, I'm 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 with Adam on on, on that. Like, uh, let's let's get this music out to people. Um, there's some really good songs on there. So, um, well, like, like we said earlier, one of the things was enlisting racks tracks to make it all sound cohesive. And then all the bands had to agree that these would be two good songs. We begged bands not to give any shitty songs. <laughs> and every band did, man. These are like, they're all jobs. And somehow the close enough, uh, somehow close enough. I, I, was wait, I was waiting for Tom to brag on Pat. But, um, if, if we actually had songs on there, I'm sure he'd be ragging on me too. I'm sure I'm sure he'd be like, "Oh yeah, I like I like the song. That sounds like Stuby wrote that one." So yeah, Wait, uh, I like the yeah. one that yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I love Lucky Boy's Confusion forever, man. Come on, you know that. I don't. You don't have to play those waiting games, man. Um, that's fine. Um, yeah, that's true though. Like a lot of those compilation CDs that you know from the late 90s early all through that period of time people were giving their throwaway tracks you know like uh i got something i can put together for your comp 
you know, here you go. But this mm. was a pretty decent track list all the way through, you know. Mm. Yeah, besides close enough, yeah. I mean, <laughs> was, there, was there a different song that Play My Tees had on there, too? I only listened to one, so. Uh, what was the other one? I don't remember. It was I just remember the phone ringing like unnecessarily on, for like Come five on. minutes before the song started. What yeah. is it called? Well, we had move on and then, of course, cell phone number, you know. I wonder how course. many people skipped the next track after the, the, the phone rang for the like fifth time. <laughs> um, I don't know, Stuby. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I'm we just saying get like, like, they missed out on the best bridge you've ever written. So, I mean, I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, um, it, it was good. Everybody, um, if anybody that's listening, we're all friends here. We're just messing around. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it was, it was the, I remember getting the compilation, the, the CD and listening to it so much. Um, the backdrop songs are so good too. Um, uh, and what were the, the Penny and the Loafers guys? That was, a that was the last time, I think that was the last time that they were actually a ska band and then they changed to. Uh, that like more uh, more of a punk approach. So that was like last time um, that they. I, th I think that was one of the last times they uh, released anything with like horns. So that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, it, it's. It, I, I don't. I don't have that much more to say. More to say about songs from a scene. It's just. It's just a great, great event. I, I'm glad that we did it. I'm glad that we're gonna do something next year. Whatever, whatever we end up doing, is well, gonna be fantastic. Retro morning. Retro morning was on that too, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I talked about so Dan. Dan. And, and, yeah. yeah, Dan went out to be uh, This is me smiling, right? And then now he's making records in Texas. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I did. I did bring that up a little bit earlier, but yeah, he's producing records and uh, and he's got that. Um, he's 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 making uh, new music with. Um, I think, correct me if I'm wrong. His wife or his his significant other, uh, and him are, are are in a new band, and they're they. I think they just got to sign to Sub Pop, from what I remember. Um, I, I could be wrong, but I, I know that he got signed to something, and they're putting some music up. <clears throat> and I and I yeah. know that he Retro morning, I can you. Uh, uh, I've got my radio on. Yeah, that's well, such a good got song. My radio. I remember yeah, being at Metro, uh, going, coming, going to see them, and of course I was hanging out with Sean at the bar, and <laughs> going, they're not going to play the song, and I and I and I talked to Dan after. And this is such a damn thing. I go, you didn't play radio on. He goes, yeah, that's old. <laughs> I go, yeah, but that song is so good. He's like, and I and 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 I I, I remember him going like, huh. <laughs> like, it's like, like it's crazy. That's, like, and that's been him his whole career, man. He, he's just like, hmm, whatever. Like even for the this is me smiling record, the best two songs were like like 10 songs deep into the record. Like he just didn't care. He just wanted to do what he did. And I love him for it. It's awesome. You know, uh, like with the, the, the five of us that are here that are pop songwriters, we're like, you know, like we're like write hooks and in whatever. And he's like, I'm just writing music, man. You know, like he doesn't, he doesn't care. And it was awesome. I, I love that about him. Um, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, all, all kidding aside, man, I, I, lo I love cell phone number. I thought it could have been a hit, um, uh, minus the cell, phone, the cell phone ringing. But like, you know, uh, it, was, it was a great song. So I, I loved it, Tom. Uh, Thanks, dude. 
And uh, we had, uh, what did we have from, uh, did we, we had beautiful, wait, what did we have from uh, close? Uh, from you want close me to run through the track listing really quick? Yeah, Please. that would be great. Actually, be <clears throat> All right, we got Far From Here, The Dog and Everything, Honor Roll, Penny the Loafers, Ever Been Told, Swizzle Tree, Never Forget, Close Enough, Cell Phone Number, Plain White Tees, Audio Isolation, Backdrop, Rotation, Retro Morning, Little One, The Dog and Everything. So now here's where we went back and gave everyone the second track. Little One, Dog and Everything, Victoria, Penny and the Loafers, Frost, Swizzle Tree, Beautiful Day, Close Enough, Move On, Plain White Tees, Paris, uh, Backdrop, Getting Weak, Retro Morning, Bonus track, one to the right, live at Metro, Lucky Boys Confusion. Uh, acoustic. Acoustic. So Backdrop being after the Plain White T's cell phone number got a lot of listens, according to my theory. Hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. What a great, what a, I mean, seriously, man. Like, thinking back to it, like, that was 20, uh, like 19 years ago, and, uh, what great music and, 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 you know, like we're still talking about it and, um, mm -hmm. and people are actually tuning in to hear us talk about it. It's cool. I mean, it's, um, it, you know, um, I forgot that have to talk Victoria, about Victoria, <laughs> that's like my favorite Penny the Loafer song. I forgot that was on there. That's awesome. That's a good Hell song. yeah. Mm. And, and we, and we talk about this and, and it's like, uh, we talk about like, we like I, I get it like there's there's been there's been the smashing pumpkins and the fallout boys and the kanye west and whatever of the world that have done a lot of amazing things from chicago um uh the band chicago sticks i mean we can we can go on about what great music has come out of chicago but we like it was really cool what we did here with the scene. like um it was a it was a it was a true like i honestly wanted to help other bands because of because it was so hard for suburban bands to break into chicago that was the biggest thing is give us a chance just because we're from the suburbs doesn't mean that we don't know how to play music like don't 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 block us from playing city shows because we're not from the city and the funny thing about it was that it felt like that. It felt like that coming in. Like we felt like, oh, another suburban band. Okay, whatever, you know. And it, you know, there was there was a few bands like Smoking Popes, but Smoking Popes broke through because Joe Shanahan from the Metro uh, took him under their wings. So like everybody's like, well, what about them? What about them? I'm like, I will give you one hundred percent of the reason why those bands from the suburbs worked. But just random bands from the suburbs that were doing stuff. I remember even talking to James and talking to Sean and back in the day, and I'm not putting you on the whatever, but like, like it was hard to be like, Hey, we're doing something here. And you're like, well, you're playing Riley's rock house. Who cares? You know, kind of thing. <laughs> and like, or like, yeah, you're number one on WNC, but who cares? And it's like, well, you do realize that the people that are coming to sh your shows in the city are from the suburbs, mm -hmm. you know, like a lot of them are. The people that are in the city are going to 
martyrs, you know, like or, or going to where they're they're too cool to come. Like the not not really. I'm 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 kind of exaggerating here a little bit, but it was it was very it was very cool to actually get that chance. And and again, like Sean's playing down his uh, role in this, but like Sean is the reason why we got a chance. Is because he's like, well, all right. I remember when we did the simple Simon show, it was prove to me that this is going to work and I'll give you a shot. Boom. You know, we just need to get through and we got a shot and that's it. I love what Adam's doing over here. <laughs> well, you know, you guys proved though, like you, you brought it, you created a scene. You really did. And I know that like, not to sound uh, cliche or a pun or anything, but it really became a scene. One thing that I can point out every single show, like again, going back to all those bands, all played more shows after that, all headlined. And anytime any of the bands that were on that CD or any of the other shows, I could probably remember on every single one of the shows, every one of you guys would have been at those shows. Absolutely. Uh, you know, everybody was, it was, you knew you you were going to see like when we had these bands like I knew I would see you guys I knew I'd see Steve and Pat and and Tom and you know and you and Adam and everybody like everybody came out everybody supported and you know I don't think there was ever a show that didn't um, do well because one the bands were good and it was just about the exposure and it worked and it yeah, created about a lot of those Sorry, I didn't do the two, the, the thing. I, the other thing about it, Sean, was that you, but the, 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 one of the main differences was that you didn't have a barrier. So we became friends. I would, I would, I would think that you, you felt, I mean, it's not like you were, like we were having, well, you and I did, but like, uh, like having dinner together, you're whatever, but like, when you, your relationship with Steve and Tom and Pat was also a relationship where you're like, where like, I'd be like, Oh, I just call Sean. And, and Pat, I remember one time because Pat with his attitude was like, I know Sean, I talk to Sean all the time. I'm like, <laughs> all right, man. Sorry, buddy. Sorry. Well, I used to talk <laughs> like, to Tom all like, the time too. I remember our like, conversations where Tom's like, what have we got to do? You know, when yeah. we were going from like comps to comps and paid to full paid. And we, we'd sit on the phone for an hour at a time. I think it felt like it was so, oh, yeah. so my point there is that you actually were like spending time with us, building our careers, helping us get to that next level, giving, man, when I used to come home uh, from tours, like especially in the early days uh, with Lucky Boys Confusion Touring, we were on the road so much that, you know, I remember just being, being home for like five days. So like if I'm home for five days, I just pretty much stayed in the city with my friends and I always made it, always tried to meet with you no matter if I had a show or not going on. And you always went with me. You always penciled me in for a quick lunch or a quick drink or whatever. And that was like, other people were not doing that, man. So stop being modest and like, whatever. Nobody else did that for me. Like nobody else did that for Tom. Nobody else did that for Pat. Nobody else did that for Steve. You were one of the main reasons why the Chicago, at least the Western Chicago music scene blew up the way it did. And Tom right now is doing what he's doing. And, and, you know, and, and, and LBC is still playing shows and selling shows out. It's, it has, to do it does have to do with you man so and james 
uh, and uh, whatnot. Yeah. So I think I think we're done. I don't, we're not getting many questions. So I think I, I think uh, we we've said everything we had to say. Uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, this is means so much to me for that you guys on a on a day's notice uh, showed up here and wanted to talk about this really amazing uh, thing that happened 20 that started 20 years ago ended 10 years ago um and uh we'll have a homecoming next year so uh right on you know being the promoter that i am i kind (laughs) of it's already confirmed (laughs) (laughs) it's around sale next week man yeah yeah we don't don't know well well, we're we're gonna work with you sean on on what we're gonna do um uh but yeah it's gonna be a it's gonna be at Tom's house. <laughs> Which one? I mean, he has got like seven, doesn't he? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, six, eight, nine. I don't know. Um, uh, what I was gonna say is like, so the first time you saw that guy with the blonde streak was that when you first came up with the idea for Delilah? Yeah, it was. It was like, oh my god. Oh my god, <laughs> I were, love him. Were, I, I, it was like it was from. Hey, there's Delilah. I've got much masala to Delilah. It was like the yeah, connection. <laughs> Nobody yeah. knows my song, bro. Let's <laughs> yeah. talk about yours. I do, baby. I do. Yeah. Well. All right, guys. Uh, so thanks again. Um, thanks again, for James Mendozil, for uh, <laughs> thinking that the, I could actually run this. And um, thank you. Um, you know, I hope I didn't fuck it up too much. Um, Sean McDonough, that has. Sean, would you like to uh, talk a little bit about uh, what you're doing now in the, in your, in the, in the... Uh, no, just, just real quick. I'm uh, yeah, most recent um, uh, up at Summerfest now, but I am on uh, old furlough right now as Summerfest was canceled for this year until 2021. Sure. So I've got some free time on my hands. So, uh, <laughs> you know, figure things out and, uh, but uh, yeah, plan to go back uh, to that after this is all hopefully better and uh, go from there. So maybe we, uh, you know, that's where I'm at right now. And Steve, you're doing uh, Sulu Street uh, promotions. You're, what do you got going on? Same thing, I know you're in coronavirus too, but. Like Sean just said, yeah, when it gets going again, I'll be doing Swizzle Steve Presents and uh, Brower House Lombard. And I, one more shout out from the monster to the monster disc crew. That was uh, where I was working when we put this out. Okay. That was another thing that made it all come together. And a shout out to anyone in the chat or on here that partied at the apartment I had right by Metro. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And then I want to ask Tom, what do you uh, been up to lately? Um, you know, I'm, uh, I mean, seriously, I'm just still writing music and doing the plain white tees and putting out other music, working with other local artists like Fairview. Um, I've got a little side project called TLB that, by the way, Lucky Boys Confusion gave us our first show. So in true Lucky Boys fashion, always helping us out, helping the scene. Um, And a side project called Million Miler, which is like 80 synth pop. So I'm just trying to put out a ton of- Wait, 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 what? Well, you don't know about Million Miler? I didn't either. Oh, Why am dude, I not rapping yeah. on your shit? <laughs> dude, no shit. Well, because I got Adam to do it, actually. <laughs> oh, that's right. You like Adam better. And then, yeah, yeah, I got it. <laughs> no, but just Sorry. trying I mean, to put I, out... Honestly, I would rather have Adam rapping than me anyway, so. Yeah, right? Um, 
by the way, I got a shout out to LBC. I got the fucking uh, Growing Out of It vinyl and I've been rocking it, dude. Unbelievable. Like, yeah. what an album. Like, you guys started, the whole scene started with Lucky Boy's Confusion. So, I know I said that before, but I can't give you guys enough, enough props, enough love. Well, thank you. I don't think mostly that's true, Ad, but mostly Adam. It all started with Adam. <laughs> well, yeah, Adam, Adam, <laughs> Adam did everything. I wasn't even there. No way, dude. Dude, you were the uh, dude. You were you were, man. Like those days, and you guys are still fucking my one of my favorite bands, of course. But those days when when we first started seeing you guys, you guys were literally in my opinion one of the fucking best bands in the world and still are of course but like you had it was such a such a going back to the whole songs from the scene shit like that was a moment that was very important and you guys were the epicenter so thank you um well put thank you thank you um yeah no Uh, i mean wow i I mean like you, you know how i'm gonna respond to that so whatever Thank you. Closing story. <laughs> I don't know. I like it, it's 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 ne- never easy to hear. But oh, anyway, Pat, you you've been uh, producing some um, some uh, some music on your. Go ahead. You were uh, saying what you've been up to, um, and then I'm, and we're gonna we'll move on. I have a closing story for uh, songs from the scene. Okay, hold on. Then I'll then I'll move to, then I'll move to Adam next. Adam, you uh, are um, if you want to talk about because uh, I'll let, I'll let you close out Adam. Uh, sorry, I'll let you close out Pat then. Uh, Adam, you have been, uh, I know you're uh, producing uh, records, in, um, uh, so if you want to say anything about that. Yeah, I mean, I'm here at Sound Summit Studios. We've been, we were closed down for a little bit, but we've been, you know, um, luckily we were in the stages of mixing and post-production on those projects at that point, and now we're starting to um, get some things going again. Uh, I think Kevin Perkle's next record, we're going to do the pre-production real soon um but yeah kind of staying busy can you, can, nice you the, can you say the name of the studio and uh the website or any like contact stuff real quick down summit check it out uh uh sound i believe is the site uh cool. and it's it's for, you know it's also a rehearsal space i mean it's a, it's a multifunctional place we've got a venue up to see we're not using that right now but there's a record store that just moved in there so it's all kind of uh in one chunk i just want to say it was nice to hear from everybody and see everybody thanks for having me on here and thanks to uh james for hosting you know behind the scenes awesome yeah and then pat you yeah. want to close up you want to close the night out well just want to say i've i've been writing a bunch of library music working on the hoodie life stuff and then i'll say my final Songs from a Scene story. The first show, we were outside of Steve's apartment, the famous apartment behind McDonald's, which is no more. It's like 3 a.m. and this neighbor is yelling, I have to work in the morning. So Steve goes, announcement. If you have to work in the morning, go home. (laughs) One of the funniest moments of my life. Oh, that's pretty fucking awesome. (laughs) Awesome, Steve. All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining, especially on a day's notice. You guys are awesome. I appreciate it. James, thanks for uh, having, uh, you know, trusting me to host this shit. Uh, um, And uh, you guys were really great. I really appreciate the stories. I hope everybody appreciates these stories. And um, 
And uh, it, it was awesome. And I can't wait for next year. And I can't wait for Homecoming. Um, uh, songs, from, songs from a Scene Homecoming, uh, probably at the end of the year. But we'll, we'll, we'll figure out what it's going to be. Uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, playing shows again in 2021 and, and uh, all that stuff. So um, thanks again, everybody. Uh, again, Sean, we got Sean McDonough. Uh, Sean, who's uh, going to be helping with summer, uh, booking Summerfest. And uh, Steve, who's the Swizzle Tree Productions. Pat Kilroy, who's uh, working on his own music uh, and uh, in Hoodie Life with me. Tom Higginson from the Plain White Tees and uh, Hip Hop Project that he didn't tell me about because he doesn't love me. And, um, and Fairview that he is uh, working on. And then Adam Cryer from Lucky Boys Confusion and AM Taxi. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, James Van Azel. Thank you, Karkon Carne. Um, hell yeah, guys. I, this is great. I can't, I can't say enough. But thank you so much. I love you guys all. Take care. Love you, dude. Thank you. Good night, guys. Good See night. Guys. Yeah. Thanks, James.